Hello everyone, I hope everyone's having a good night. You know who it is, it's me, your boy Dean, I'm here to serve you this piping hot tea. So today I wanted to discuss the rappers Sweetie and Quavo and their breakup and the trauma that it's caused. Now Sweetie is is one of the new hot young rappers coming out. Um, I first came to know her from her song Icy Girl and that came out when I was a sophomore in college and it was a nice song she had remixed kaya's hit my neck and my back and i like the song i I like her little flow on it and you know she's had some other songs i think her latest hit is best friend with doja cat but you know for the right for the most part i think i mean she's okay i wouldn't necessarily listen to her all day you know i don't think she's all that i feel like the industry pushes her because she's really pretty and you know she's always connected with these high-profile people. And you know when you're, when, you know the music industry is always quick to promote those type of people. And then we have Quavo, who is part of the hip-hop trio, the Migos, and they've been around since I was in high school. I first kind of know them in 2012 when I was a sophomore in high school. So when I was a sophomore in college, that's when I knew Sweetie. At least came to know her music. And when I was a sophomore in high school, that's when I came to know the Migos. And, you know, I, I do like some, a lot of their songs. I will admit, I like Bad and Bougie. I like Slippery. I like Fight Night. I used to play that song all the, all the time when I was in high school. I used to play that song all the time at Pet Rallies and everything. And, you know, ever since then, ever since then, you know, I've always been a fan. I've, I listen to them on Pandora, on Apple Music. You know, I do like the Migos. But so they've been in a relationship for the past two years. And then on Saturday, it came out that they broke up. And that's just started a whole bunch of drama. It started a whole bunch of, you know, speculations. I saw that he, Quavo, I believe, repoed the Bentley he got her. You know, um, Sweetie's, Sweetie's aunt and Quavo's sister been arguing back and forth online. And everybody's been drawn to this breakup. And I just want to talk about some things that I noticed. So, a lot of people are are speculating about whose fault it is that they broke up. Now, some people are are thinking Sweetie's fault because they feel like Sweetie comes off very materialistic and they feel like she was just using Quavo to basically get money or bags from him, which she does come off materialistic. I'm just going to keep it real. She went viral for saying that if a man not giving his woman or buying his woman a Birkin bag or you know any of these other top designer bags to send him back to the streets and that that just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and and it, it rubbed me the wrong way and it just seemed like every time I see them together on Instagram or even on YouTube it's like they always talk about their bags you know well I should say it's always you know get the bag or, you know, I'm with a man who get the bag that he can give me money. Or, you know, it's like she's always showing off what he gets her. And, you know, I've just never heard her say that she loved him or that she particularly liked him. She never she never came off like that, at least in my opinion. It just never came off like she liked him like that. But what, what a lot of people feel like happened was because... Over the weekend, a podcast episode 
of Respectfully Justin, which is a podcast that airs on Revolt TV. Um, and Sweetie was was a guest on there. And her ex, Justin Combs, who was Pete Diddy's son, was on there as well. And they used to date, mess around, who knows. And, and you know, the whole episode was basically about money and sex. And, and I'm going to just say this. Even reading the comments, a lot of people were just kind of turned off by that because it does seem that anytime a young there's up and coming young black people who get on these big platforms and do these podcasts it is it does seem like that's all they talk about is money and sex i mean some of the questions they ask sweetie you know were like would she ever date uh you know a man who who was just a regular everyday man or you know if, if you with a man and his best friend make money, would you jump ship and go with the best friend? I mean, you know, just, just very ridiculous things. And, and I must say, sweetie, even though I think she's a little goofy, she looked mad uncomfortable in that, in that podcast. Like, if you go on YouTube, type in Respectfully Justin Sweetie and watch that whole podcast episode, she looks mad, uncomfortable. I, you know, I just question why did she even go, especially since she knew her ex-boyfriend was going to be there. And the cameraman just kept panning to Justin and Justin just kept, you know, making these weird facial expressions or these weird laughs and kept moving back and forth. And, and you know, I'm like, well, damn, do you have ADHD like me? <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask him as I sat down and watched it. But the part that really got people was the other dude whose also name is Justin. I think his name is Justin Leroy or something. He asked Sweetie if her man is doing everything right. You know, basically, you know, giving her everything she wants is good and bad. Would she give him a threesome? And Sweetie said... Yes, she would, and she would let him choose the other dude they would have to threesome with. Now, as soon as she said that, just both Justins got up and screamed all the girls because there was a bunch of girls in the background. I guess that was Sweetie Posse, or maybe they were just there for decoration. They were just jumping up and, and you know, screaming and stuff and, and all of that. And then when they came back, one of the dudes said, if it's two, if it's two guys and a girl... That's not a threesome, that's a train. Which, you know, I can't argue with that. Unless, unless you know, you mess with bisexual dudes, then that's a little different. But, you know, that that is that, that is technically true. And, you know, even when she said that, sweetie, just looked mad uncomfortable. I don't know, like, the vibe in that video was just off. And, you know, I saw, but then, you know, when that, so when that aired and that went viral, you had people calling this girl a hoe, a thought, saying that she doesn't respect Quavo and she's really for the streets. And I'm sorry, you you know, I just don't, but I just think that's just a little too far-fetched. It was obvious that girl was trolling. I doubt she gets down like that. She doesn't come off like she gets down like that. And, you know, I did like how she kind of flipped it on them because, I don't know, it's just weird to me how certain people be okay with LGBT if it's two women. 
or you know, it's, it's okay for you know some of these straight straight men to demand two women in bed, but you know anything else outside of that is sinful or is wrong or it's degrading or you know that means you're for the streets and everything. And also, you know, I don't I don't understand this. If your man's doing everything right, will you give him, you know, fulfill his sexual fetish? I mean, you know, you should do stuff right because you want to for the person, not because you're going to get something in return. I don't understand that either. I mean, if, this, if, if you wanted a threesome or anything else and you wanted to go speak to your partner about that, that's one thing. But you shouldn't be sitting here treating your partner right and, you know, being a boyfriend or a husband just to get something back in return. That makes no sense to me. And one thing I also noticed is when it came to Sweetie, because they've only had two episodes. The first episode was with Chris Brown. This is the second episode with Sweetie. I noticed with Chris Brown, who has a very controversial dating history, and it's very promiscuous man. But, you know, the man addressed, the man asked him certain questions concerning relationships. And Sweetie just got all these questions about sex and stuff. And, and you know, it, the, the difference was very noticeable was very noticeable. Now, that's why people think Quavo, that's, people think Quavo dumped Sweetie because of that. And you know, I will say it does, it, it, it does kind of come off very convenient that as soon as the news came out that they broke up, that episode just aired. I just found that very convenient. But now on Quavo's side, it's because Sweetie said that he cheated on her. And you know, you know, people, Quavo, I think, denied it. Well, I don't even think he denied it. It's like he just went around and he said you, she wasn't the woman he thought she thought, but she was not the woman he thought she was. And, you know, and people say, you know, you just saying that and, you know, you black men don't cheat and Quavo was a good man. But, but I, I will say that there's been, you know, Quavo has been known to pick at certain strip clubs and and he hangs out in some of these questionable places with these escorts because there's a bunch of escorts in the entertainment industry. Prostitution is big. I said that in that T.I. and Tiny video I made. Prostitution is very big in the industry. And it would not surprise me if he did cheat. I mean, I mean you know, his bandmate... Offset, who's also in the Amigos, has a long history of cheating on Cardi B. And they all hang on the same circle. So it just would not surprise me that Quavo probably has um, cheated and Sweetie caught wind of it and she broke up with him. And you know, it's, I think it's just sad that all of this is just unfolding on social media where everyone can see it. And now their family members are going back and forth, cursing each other out. But what really gets me is how everyone else is reacting to it. I'm seeing people saying that, oh my gosh, you know, my relationship probably going to fail now because I thought Sweetie and Quavo were going to make it and their relationship goals and I based my relationship off of them. And I'm just like, excuse me, why would you do that? I just don't understand this new generation that just idolizes everything these celebrities do. 
I can think a celebrity couple looks good together, but that don't mean I'm just going to idolize them and do whatever they do. I don't, especially when they don't live the same lifestyle as me. Sweetie and Quavo don't live the same lifestyle as have these people that's following them on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook, and YouTube. You don't know what, what goes, you know, you don't know what they have to deal with. Sweetie's a very beautiful woman, but Quavo, you know, sees a bunch of women that look just like her every day. I mean, you know, some of you regular people and some of you regular men, you know, you see a girl like Sweetie walk past you. Some of you men would literally leave your baby mom, your girlfriend, and go be with her. I know it. Because I didn't see that happen. And, and, you know, I just don't understand that logic. I really don't. And, you know, it, 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 I think it's just sad that, you know, people just follow and, and just follow the crowd with anything, literally anything. And, uh, you know, remember I said, Sweetie said that if a, if a dude don't give you no Birkin, you send him back to the streets. And now I'm just wondering how many girls have actually done that where, you know, they had a man... And, you know, he may not be worth that much money, but he treats you right. And, you know, because he don't give you expensive things, you know, you just dump him and get with someone who, who will give you that. I don't know. I just, I just found that very interesting. Another thing that I found interesting is a lot of these, a lot of these black dating coaches who be on YouTube, part of the black manosphere, and, you know, it's basically... A group of men who be on YouTube and they discuss, you know, how how black men should move when dealing with certain issues, particularly women, and, you know, critiquing certain things and black relationships. Some of them do, do seem to have hatred for black women or women in general, you know, like Tommy Sotomayor. He's, I mean, I remember when I first heard about him and I was in college, too. And, you know, some of his videos would just be wild. He would go in on black women. Call them all sorts of black whores, black bitches, and everything else. And, you know, I, I, I've seen some black YouTube, black male YouTubers who do that. And then you got some black male YouTubers who promote semen retention. You know, you know, make statements like, like, you know, you should look out for yourself, black man, and and you know, don't let these women talk you into doing anything you don't want to do and stuff. And you know, you got to learn to be by yourself sometimes or stop being a simp. And that word simp is being used a lot. And a lot of these same men have called Quavo a simp. He's, I've seen where Quavo's been called a simp. He's been called a trick. He's been called all sorts of things. Because, again, you know, Quavo spent so much money on that girl. And, you know, she just broadcasted to the world. And he does come off as a simp and a trick. But also, I think the reason people are going so hard on Quavo is because of his image. If you listen to the Migos music, it's always, I'm going to mess with this girl and move on to the next. You know, they don't talk, they don't have songs about long-lasting relationships. It's always about getting money and having sex with as many women as you can. And, you know, looking at this this situation, 
It's obvious Quavo did not live up to what those lyrics were saying. And that's another thing that, that goes with what I said about Cardi B. This image that some of these artists portray, they don't live that lifestyle themselves. But a lot of these people just generally believe that what they see from these artists is the truth. That that's how these people live. And then when they realize it's not, you know, all of a sudden they want to clown and shame them. Because I've seen Quavo, I've actually seen, well, they both seem to be getting equally shamed. But how Quavo's getting shamed, I just find that just very ironic. That, you know, a few years ago, these same people were upholding Quavo. And then when he got with Sweetie, you know, and then that this has happened, now he's a simp, he's a trick, you know. I've seen videos saying this is how this young black man, this is what you're not supposed to do. And you know, again, calling calling Sweetie a hoe and saying she's for the streets. And all of this and all of that. And and this is and this is my honest opinion about this. I honestly think from watching some of these black male YouTubers of the black manosphere, I will say I do think when people talk about sex education or, you know, even stuff dealing with boys and girls, that boys and girls both need to be in a room together when stuff is being said. Like, when I took sex education in middle school, I went to a Catholic school, and it was, you know, for the most part, the sex education was very educational. However, they separate the boys and the girls. And looking back on it, I wish they hadn't done that because, you know, boy, men and women just don't know nothing about each other. And this, these past few years, I've come to realize that. They really don't. I mean, it's so many YouTube channels that are dedicated to dating and, you know, and then there's a black, the black female YouTube section. It's like half the women hate men. And it's all sorts of videos going in on men. And then the other half saying, ladies, stop trying to be men and get you a strong, dominant man and be submissive to him. There's YouTube channels of t- talking about black women and to get their femininity back. And then there's videos criticizing them saying black women be strong be independent just like again there's there's black male youtubers saying that they hate black women and then there's other black male youtubers saying the black woman is queen and don't date outside your race don't stop stop trickling down the black jeans in your family and 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 i've seen i've watched a lot of videos from all different perspectives and I come up with the same conclusion that some of these people just have deep-seated issues, for one thing, from their childhood that they need to get worked out. And two, they don't know nothing about the other side. And I read the comments, and it's so many young people, especially young men, who, who, who you know generally want to know about women and don't understand women at all. And 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 
it's just shocking to me that I didn't notice this before because most of my friends, I guess because most of my friends are women. And I've always been around women. There's more women in my family than men. Like, and, and my group of cousins that are the same age as me. I'm the only boy. Everyone else is a girl. But even, but just reading some of the comments under some of these pages, some of these young men, just especially a lot of these college-age men, just don't understand women at all, or they have fears about, or they've been hurt by a woman. And, you know, it's just scarred them for life. I noticed that some of them, you know, have been raised by narcissistic mothers who put others before them, and that's also scarred them for life. And they just go to these, you know, these YouTubers because they speak the same language that they want to hear. And I'm not going to admit, I'm not going to lie. Some some people do have good points. Some of these YouTubers do have good points. But there's always just a level of just distrust that they're putting into some of these young men. And I think that's a little dangerous. I really do. I think some, some of the ideas being pushed are, are dangerous. And I also think some people have turned some of these YouTubers into semi-gods, if, if, if you get what I mean. Where it's like everything they say is the gospel until something, until they're proven otherwise. And the funny part about that is, again, over the weekend, a popular male YouTuber who gives dating advice, Derek Jackson, and he's always shaming other people for stepping outside their marriage, you know, always shaming guys for lusting after Instagram models and video models and strippers. But yet and still, he got exposed for cheating on his wife over the weekend. And both of his mistresses just all out talking. You know, just, 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 just revealing everything, showing videos, recordings of him talking to them. And now his fan base is just silent. They don't know what to say. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a hot topic on YouTube and on Instagram. It really is. Hell, I, I'm waiting for Kevin Samuels, who's another big dating dating advice guy to get exposed for something although people say he's gay I don't know now now with him some of the stuff he says I agree with and I'm not gonna lie some of his stuff I agree with I just think his approach just comes out very rude especially when he's talking to women and that's another thing I know I think it's a growing misogyny from some of these men you know who have had bad relationships with women because, you know, let's be honest, when someone hurts, hurts, hurts us when we're younger and we don't hear from, we want to hurt other people, even if they didn't have nothing to do with that. I know from my own experience, I've, I felt that way where someone hurt me and I never healed from it and I want to go out and hurt someone else. I'm, I, you know, and I think a lot of people have felt that way. And the big thing that I take away from all this is people really don't understand what a relationship is anymore. 
at least some of these younger this younger generation just does not I mean it just seems like sex money materialistic things and status is all anyone cares about and when I said certain things are being pushed on the youth, this is the stuff I meant. And, and none of those things are bad in and of themselves, but you can't just have all that and not have love, not have respect, not have joy, not have, you know, a genuine feeling to, you know, be together or be around each other or, you know, build something together. You can't just have those things and call that a relationship. No, that's a situationship. Or hey, that's even a friends with benefits. No, I don't even think that's a friends with benefits situation. Because friends with benefits, you, you at least enjoy the person. For the most part. And I think, you know, that's the really big thing that sticks out for me in this whole situation. And also how when something happens, people just rush to social media to say something. Because truth be told, when they broke up, Sweetie and Quavo could have kept that between themselves and just let other people come to their own conclusions. It ain't the world's business if they broke up. That's really between them two and God. But but people want to run to social media for validation or, you know, for support. And then, you know, they just open the door for all sorts of criticism, all sorts of peering eyes, all sorts of, you know, j- 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 all sorts of just, just speculation. And, you know, this, this whole debacle is just very interesting to me. But tell me what you all think about it, you all. I really want to know your opinions. And as usual... My name is D, and I hope you enjoyed that piping hot tea, and I hope you all have a blessed day, and I'll see you tomorrow.